All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio. Yes, Chuck sir. Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast indeed. Oh, man, our brother's in the house, man. What's up? Daz Dillinger, man. Legacy. Legacy out right now. Oh, you, and, you, you and Lil Easy got together. Uh, you actually hit me randomly. He's like, Chuck. I'm going to let you know in now. Like, yeah, let right now? Know. That's a nine in advance in March. <laughs> man, this new album that you guys got going on right now, man. Uh, uh, you told me, but tell the audience, you know, how did you and, and Lil Easy get together and, and get this project going on, bro? Well, I got booked to do a show in Taiwan. Mm. And I brought Lil Easy with me. And then we combined the shows together. And I'm like, damn, this shit tight. Mm. And then I was, me and Salam was walking down the street we passed this massage parlor. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, they be playing music in there and shit. And we peeped back in there because I heard that song that I was sampling. And I peeped back in there and the dude like, You too come? You too come? I'm like, Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Put the Shazam in there. Got the song. Came back. Then I started putting it in my head like, Damn, it's going to be uh, easy tribute mm-hmm. in March. Yeah. You know, it's December now. Let me go and put 12 songs together and make this one. And presented it. He was like, I'm all with it. So Wait, so it was that fast? Yeah. I put I made the album in 21 days on 21 Street, you know. Right in the closet. For real? Yeah. Mixed mastered yeah. everything. Album cover everything. Shout out to the Bailey Brothers. Damn. Ooh, man. You know what I love about I was listening to the project and Julio G came on. Oh yeah. And I was like, man, exactly. I just I always I always appreciated that about you. I mean, even when we not in front of the camera, like you always be I mean, solid. I fuck with all yeah, y'all, no, you know exactly, what I mean? No, absolutely, absolutely. I always absolutely. appreciate that no, because it's like, only a certain few out here that's yeah. DJs on the West Coast of radio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? From that generation, this generation, and now this generation. You know absolutely. No, nah, I just, I just appreciated that because people always love to rewrite history and be like, yeah. man, if it wasn't for Julio G, a lot of y'all wouldn't even be. Yeah, because Julio G got me and corrupt back together. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly where I was going with it. What? So did, did. What happened initially when, when, like, before he had intervened, before Julio yeah. G got involved? I mean, you know, it was all out. <laughs> it was like, why, 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 I mean, you know, death row killer, all everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was just, you and, you and Corrupt was just, it was just because of the death row shit? It be all that, you know what I'm saying? Just, just life period, you know, the, the choices that we was making, and, you know what I'm saying? And then we was fusing so much, we, I wanted to, I took my daughter to uh, Disneyland and come to find out, Corrupt took his daughter to Disneyland. <laughs> we didn't even know it. Oh, y'all was there at the same time? Yeah, we didn't even know it. So at the height of y'all not seeing eye to eye. Everything, wow. You know what I'm saying? Not talking for years and months or something. And we happened just to bump into each other that day. And then we just passed it up that day. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. So right at Disney, we're in California City. So, California, whatever that place So is. But wait, so who made eye contact right, right. first? Did you see him or we he see saw each other? Like, nigga, that look like you. Right? Like, that look like that. Y'all was by y'all. You was by yourself with your. I was daughter? with my daughter. He was with his kids. Just by yourself. Yeah, like, with no like security, no entourage. No, I rode by myself. Right. You know? So we just seen each other, and made it happen. And so then, why, why couldn't that have happened at a prior time, at a different time? Like, why, there wasn't no communication. Mm-hmm. So you were forced to communicate at that point with no bullshit involved. And everything started coming busy, back man. together, like with Snoop. And, we did, and that's when we started doing Cali Exactly. That was yeah. 05. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want to go back because a lot of people, I mean, they know Daz. You got hella different business ventures I want to get into. Yeah. Um, you doing, you dropping projects. You independent, so you could do whatever you want to do. Most definitely. And, um, but I want to go back because I remember when I first, <laughs> everybody goes back to dog food. I feel yeah. like dog food is like. Hurt, hurt. That's the first album I bought with my own money. For real? Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. It wasn't doggy style. Nah. My I got I my I used to, I used my sister's tape doggy style. 
She, I, I had to use that because you know I couldn't they buy. Say, anything. hey, I need to come and get yeah, a refund. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me go <laughs> The but warehouse, dog, Sam Goody. The warehouse is where I bought dog food, and the dude that was trying to that that was ringing me up. This was like right when the 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 labels, the the warning labels was on. Yeah. The oh, album. parental advisory. And he was like, "Are you sure you want your son to be your son to be singing songs like bomb ass pussy?" And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, "I'm eight years <laughs> old." Bomb like, ass pussy. Yeah. Like, Sounded like Cree Rock. Right. You want to be <laughs> bomb ass pussy? Bomb ass pussy. My mom looks at. She's like, "Go ahead and ring it up." And that you know, to this day, I'm I'm thankful she allowed me to listen to the album. She was cool with it, but well, at that like, moment, yeah, yeah, thanks, mom. But that was my first album for sure. Wow. Okay, so uh, dog food. I was coming off the heels of a lot of classics at this point. Mm, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, when y'all was making dog food, did you did you have did you feel any pressure to live up to the expectation of doggy style, chronic, like all that other kind of? Sh- really, Death Row wasn't even trying to put us out. Mm. Word. I had to. We had to produce our own self because Dr. Dre. They was only worried about Snoop, Rage, and RBX. Mm-hmm. So me and Corrupt. Put together the dog pan I was producing, so we going to tell Sugar, hey, hey, we got that, and that song right there, bomb ass pussy, the one that got it. <laughs> they was like, oh, okay. So, so put the record out. Who, who heard that record? Sugar, Sugar heard bomb ass pussy. And was like, are we putting the album out? They're putting it out. But y'all was already signed at that row. Yeah, but we wasn't coming out. You know what I'm saying? But I had enough songs to say I got a whole album. Oh. And then next thing I know, Sugar like putting this out, but and then Dr. Dre started mixing, and once he started putting all the attention to that. Dr. Dre started mixing it. We started taking album pictures. The album was gone. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Now, when you... Okay, bomb ass pussy. Now, <laughs> did, did I would assume that when you, you knew... Like, when y'all was making... I, I, I call it the Death Row era, right? When yeah. the Death Row era was was a thing, and y'all was making these records, you got somebody who was eight years old buying... I was 10, actually. My bad. Oh, Sorry. he was 10 years yeah. old who was buying these songs, these albums and stuff like that. Yeah. Was y'all was y'all aware that yeah. kids was consuming these, this, these records? When we was kids, that motherfucker yeah. I mean, you were, what, 15? Oh, okay, you were 20. I mean, probably about 16, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I got in the game when I was 16, 17, started producing, then we made The Chronic. But, you know, we're just making the song. Because we made Bomb Ass Pussy in Atlanta, but recorded it in Houston. Wait, how what you mean? Where? Yeah. What you mean? So we was out there living in uh, Texas with rap a lot. Really? Why? Yeah, we was out there, Death Row, rap a lot. We was all hanging out the night. The ninety nine point nine one or something like some club like that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, you can't just say people, no shit yeah, like people that. People don't know that. Dez. Why? That's nobody knows that. Why yeah. were you, why? So why was Death Row in in Houston with rap a lot? I mean, the dog pound was not okay. Death okay, Row. The, the dog pound was out there hanging out with uh, Tommy Bruno. You know, our friends from you know Houston, Scarface. You know, all of us our people was out there hanging out. Plus, we was hustling. Mm, oh, because uh, they at this point they're not paying attention to y'all as far as like a real act at this moment. So you was already on death row. Y'all getting it how you we can. Was Snoop Dogg, we was everybody, you know, it was us. Mm-hmm. We was, but we was down there. But then nobody knew our faces. Remember, they only knew our voice. Y'all can yeah, still move yeah. around. Yeah. Gotcha. And then we was putting together. That's when we came up with the, this is for the G's, this, this is for the hustlers. Yeah. That was all in Houston. In Houston. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a nice hip hop fact. I that's think crazy. I never knew that. Yeah. Um, so when you <laughs> that's crazy. So when when you you said y'all moved to Houston? No, we was just, you know, Out call there. it stationed there. <laughs> oh, you stationed there. She's yeah, moving yeah, around. Moving around, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So when you came when when Chug a green lit the dog food album, and it was like, all right, this is a thing. It's was coming to Hollywood. Y'all was in Hollywood. But when it when it came out, did you feel like did, was I felt, I mean, I don't know from your perspective, because the impact to everybody else was like, oh my God, what is this? 
It was right. different because, you know, they was on Atlantic and we got kicked off Atlantic and had to go to Priority. Mm. So it was more like independently than more of a major like Snoop and then. But we sold three million. But I said the impact was still there though. Hell yeah. yeah. And we didn't know it. Yeah. You know? Oh, you didn't feel <laughs> it. Because I was steadily producing, making so I really couldn't understand if it was like day dime or you know, whatever. I was yeah. in the studio most of the time. Damn. Producing and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And we really didn't get to go tour with the dog pound because Tupac came home and we had I had to work on that. When did when did so Tupac came home during the rollout? 95 at the end, we, October the album came out, 31st, Tupac came in like November or something. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a Tupac show at that point. It was just point. Tupac and I had started working on All Eyes On Me with Ambitious of a Rider. I ain't mad at you, scandalous. That's got great. my mind made. Oh, no, I got, the, I got all the production. I want to get, that's a whole nother topic I want to talk about because you getting your credit as a producer. I wanted to know about the, you, I, I've heard plenty of times, I mean, we've heard these stories of, you know, the rollout for Death Row is like when, when somebody's album was up for play, it's like everybody contributes. Everybody you know what I'm saying? Was that the same thing yep. for for dog for dog pound as well? Nah, not really like that. It was just because um, I was making all the shit, so you know, if they was going through you all anyway. them, like Snoop, all them. I was the poof. They was my artists. Come on in here, and, yeah. You know, catch in the morning, da, 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 da. Yeah. and just making music. You know what I'm saying? Because it was two hundred fifty dollars a tape back then. You know, for them reels oh. to even record, you had to get some tapes, and that was two fifty per per. Her real. And that's per song? song. You get four songs on a reel. Oh. Just like you have four houses to an acre. So if you ever look at any places like a neighborhood and you see four houses, <laughs> that goes the that's dad's an construction acre. mind right there. <laughs> he, his mind is always in construction acre. mode. I look at it a quarter of an ounce. Damn. You know? Dude. <laughs> I said, I look at construction in, mm-hmm. in life, you know, quarter of an ounce, quarter pound, mm-hmm. pound, quarter pound. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that you talk about that though, man, because a lot of people don't really like when you just say that it's two two fifty to to put a reel together or you know to buy a reel to buy a reel, right? Yeah. But when you look at how convenient and how easy it is to make music now versus back then, Click on do you do you look at artists nowadays like damn y'all don't realize like what what we went through? Yeah, from slicing tapes, you know what I'm saying. Two inch reels and carrying them motherfuckers. Go get all twelve of them Damn, out the car. Damn dog, you know, all that type of shit. Now you just got a hard drive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But them hard drives be fucking up too. And you can't trust it. So you got. That's why I always go put everything that I've done on a hard drive back on the tape. And the tape. So you were paying for the tapes, or was that Death Row? That was Death Row paying for the tapes. I was stealing all the equipment too. <laughs> God. You know SSR. What's that place? SSR or something. Oh, uh, SIR. Yeah, SIR. Great. I love you guys. <laughs> what? I got so much equipment from them. It's ridiculous. So yeah. when you when you were stealing from for, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly when you were stealing from it's, it's, uh, you were stealing from death row or you were stealing from? I mean, shit, all the above. <laughs> because I saw you say something. It was that, all in the budget. We right. was paying for it anyway. I saw you say something that you. It was you, Nate, dog, and somebody else. Y'all was y'all was stealing everything. Yeah, you know, we were still young. We didn't have a mindset, you know. Mine, 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 mine. Give but me, it, give me, give me. But okay, so initially, is that yeah. what went? Is that what what went left with Death Rose? Because you were stealing, or nah? You know, Shook Knight never had a royalty department. Mm. So nobody always, ever got back in. Nah, never got back in. We was always just getting front end. You know what I'm saying? He go fifty thousand a month. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'll take it. That type of shit, but then you know we probably owe royalties of fifty million or Jeez, something. Yeah, but he never had all that, so now you know 
Snoop and them getting everything together. That's why they took everything off. off. And Retaliation Revenge, Get Back will be up this Wednesday. Thank God. That's one of my favorite albums, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So I'm they saying. told me that, but, you know, it's all to the good. You know, they're giving everybody back. But the one thing they're trying to do right now is just relicensing. So that means, like you said, rewrite history. They're trying to get us to go back and redo them contracts over. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, it's all about your nego- negotiation <laughs> skills. Well, I think you got some good negotiation skills. I mean, Dad. I own it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might own it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I own the piece. real estate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. I feel like you are one of those individuals that you, you've you done a really good job as far as making sure that you're getting your, your slice of the pie. Most you know what I'm saying? From, you know, just making sure whether it be lawsuits or just hitting people up like, hey. Why I do lawsuits is because I ain't got time to argue with nobody. Facts is facts. <laughs> right, I ain't got time to be arguing with you when the facts are already stayed here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is what it is right here. Why I got to argue with you? But my, my my question is, how how have you been able to do good in terms? Is it is it the paperwork? Is it is it things that you knew ahead of time, signing the right deals, making sure things was, was like I mean, you know, like work. administration. You know what I'm saying? As far as they say, you need an admin deal or something. Admin ain't number giving you my address. Mm. Go on, send me a statement. When you got your bank, they send you a what? Check. I know, a statement. statement. No, a statement. Yeah, a bank statement. That's what I'm saying. With the check, you know, they come yeah. in. So, why well, send it to Hanky Panky over gotcha, here and gotcha. I got to watch him? Send it but directly you send to it you. to me. Yeah. That ain't nothing but an admin deal. You just giving them your address. So you did, when did you figure this? You figured this out when, when you were still... I didn't know. My mother was a school teacher. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So she taught me a lot, and she was in the record business. She wrote songs for Bobby Blue Bland. That's right. Okay. James Cleveland, mm-hmm. Maddie Moss Clark. She sung, you know, had her own, you know, from the Motown, from the Stacks, and all that. So I own a lot of that music right there from the 70s and the 60s, like Bobby Blue Bland. You know what I'm saying? James Cleveland. I got a lot of songs on the, just my mother's catalog. That's a bar. That's a bar. You know so did saying? you sit, did, were, were you kind of like a, an eyewitness to it, or was she kind of like giving you the game as you were getting into the business? Eyewitness and giving me the game. Okay. You know, I would go ask her some questions and yeah. stuff. She said, you know, ASCAP, BMI, but right now I get paid from ASCAP and BMI. Damn. You Do you remember, Um. You okay, so you know in the movie Straight Outta Compton, I know it's, it's, a, it's a movie, but in mm-hmm. Straight Outta Compton, there's a moment where, uh, I think Cube is questioning, like, yo, what's up with the money? Like, yeah. what's why is like, what's up with him? And then that's when they, he tripped, right? Yeah. When was that moment for you? Like, when did you have that moment where it was like, what, what's up? That what's moment? up with the moment? Like, you know, like 1998 after shit went to jail, Tupac died, everything was in like haywire. Mm-hmm. So it's like figure out. So I, everybody was leaving death row. Snoop was going to no limit. Mm-hmm. Corrupt already been left. Went to Entra. We made Entra. I was the last one over there. Nate was already gone. But it was all this music right here. Right. Like in the hard drive or out? Like the, the reels. Mm. All the reels. <laughs> going back to the reels, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they gone. It's but the, all the reels is here, all the music that we made. <laughs> right. If we leave it, yeah. huh, we need to take all this shit. <laughs> pull the truck up. <laughs> hard, you know, a motherfucking U-Haul. Had the homie stand outside. You know what I'm saying? While somebody go to the bathroom, Reggie riding in there. I'll... <laughs> Load the motherfuckers up, bust up out of there, gone. I got all the reels right now. That's wait, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Wait, so what I'm saying is what? So what? You just you just when everybody started leaving is when you started questioning where your money was. I knew where the money was. Should had it because he had no royalty. We was only getting paid international. But I'm so. saying somebody had to put that on your on your on your mind. I mean, I have. I was going on the plane one day. Okay, here I we met go. this lawyer named Brett Lewis that I. Still friends with and helps me out from the last twenty something years. Mm-hmm. He the one that 
went in there and figured it all out for mm. me because I had sued death row. I had one of 25.5 million, so I had to go get the money from Koch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because death row was going through their shit, so the Koch was the internal company. So that lawyer, he helped me figure out this and this and this, and then I started getting all these checks from Warner Chapel. And, so I knew where all the money was going. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But I was the one that was producing, so you get, get 50% of the song. If I wrote it and did the hook, like, ain't nothing but against the part, I need 65 of that song. I'm going to get Tupac and them 20, Snoop get 20, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get 10 plus the 50. That's 60 for me. Right. That's how that song goes. And Ambitious of a Rider, Tupac should get 40. I should get the 60 because I told him, come with that hook. I won't mm-hmm. deny it because that's mean. the same thing from what Snoop I'm just sagging, but I'm just flat. See, you put them two together, you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, everybody did. You know, I, I, like I said, I outlive my peers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, can't nobody make no splits but I. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what we're doing right now. So, so but, so, okay, so the lawyer is, is the one who told you, like, hey, are you getting your money from yeah, this? You start directing me to shit, you know what I'm saying? You start okay. investigating with the money. He's like, hold on. Yeah, you know. But before that, you had no idea. I knew what it was, you know what I'm saying, because I was already getting the checks already mm. from ASCAP, BMI, you know what I'm saying? But you, you was anybody else questioning, like, corrupt, pock? When nobody was questioning, like, where's our money going? Now, when you're getting $50,000 a month. He's not thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we do a soundtrack over here. Shit, it was like 200000 because he yeah. went over there and got a million. Yeah. And you guys, because this was, this was, I mean, if we if we think about it, this was 98. That's, you got to think it's that. It's 92, 94, 95, 96. No, what I'm saying is that you're, you're realizing this in 98. All this yeah, where, shit where the money going. Right, right. But I'm saying in the in the midst of all this shit happening, it's like y'all, you, you're getting a lot of money on the front end. You're not even yeah. thinking about the back, back end. end. Y'all doing shows, y'all, you know. That's what Jimmy Iovine and them step in, you know Damn. what I'm saying, as far as collecting the money. I ain't even hit them. Yeah. The deal was over with by then. Mm-hmm. When you when you decided that you was going to go through with the lawsuit, what, did did, did, any, did everybody else think, like walk away? Was like, man, you tripping or you crazy? or? I mean, everybody else, you know, was on defense, their own self, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I was never scared of shit. Me and him always, you know, did dirt together. You know, I already knew what he was about. He had big nigga with little legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Just, God damn. All that type of shit. <laughs> so, you know. Plus, I could fight. Yeah. <laughs> I was little, but I'm the enforcer of the dog pound. Right. Me and right. dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, what you mean? I mean, shit. Okay, is it, was it true that there was like rooms that was set up at Devro for fighting? For the bloods, yeah. <laughs> what a- <laughs> What about the Crips? We had our own room. We, <laughs> as far as us being, you know, we would never handle our business at death row. We gotcha, were always okay. back at the dog pound or this, and you know what I'm saying? Because one time Tupac came over and they whipped Mo Prem ass in the oh, backyard, nigga, in the motherfucking man. basketball court. And then we looked at, they started looking at Superfly. <laughs> the niggas in the dog pound, and they took Superfly outside, nigga. <laughs> Trade E, Lil Cubs. Ty Cuz, everybody in the dog pound. Me and Corrupt flew to Hawaii to go do the MTV <laughs> thing with motherfucking uh, Michelle A. Because uh, I wasn't going to let him jump super fly. Right, that, right. You know, that was my producer, yeah, my friend. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I come back in, I'm on the phone. Them niggas like, hey, oh yeah, we finna get him now. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> Don't do it! I said, no. Bloop, 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 bloop. He was out there handling it though. So it was just, oh. they was just catching friendly fades or it's like? It's just like, you know, put him on the set. He was new. Mm. They put him on the set. But it's not a gang, though. Dog Pound was <laughs> No, no, gang. Gang. I'm talking death row. 
They had their own. He, no, he talking about this. Oh, you talking about just the dog pound. After we seen Tupac come over, nigga, and chest ties more preem, nigga. Like, oh, the dog We had a whole new. <laughs> like, oh, this is way of life. Shit, right. you know what, what was that? What was so you said? So the so the so they had their own room. The crib, the Bloods had their own room at Death Row. At Death Row, and they and then the Cribs had their own protocol that they was running. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, where did the non affiliates fit in? Like. Like you affiliated somehow. You, gonna, you, wouldn't, you think you ain't gonna be in there if you're not. <laughs> you know, some Which room do I go in? <laughs> I mean, you go in here and hang with us because you're in the studio room, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you go into the bathroom, go into the kitchen and oh, so it was like a real like, video. Like, like a module. <laughs> like a module. Yeah, like that type of shit. Then they got another room called the whack room. What's, What's that for? Room? Like producers who's just starting out and then go in that room and oh, right out. That's, oh. that's what uh, that's beats. where they made Machiavelli at. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Who made Machiavelli? A uh, dude named Hurt Him Bad. That, that was, I don't know his real name, but sure. And then they did something to him and they said, your name Hurt Him Bad now. That's not his name, dog. That's, that's his producer him. name right now, Hurt Him Bad. <laughs> Nigga that made Machiavelli. But that's oh. how Suge they will do it. Your name Wallabies. You know, you have some Wallabies. Yeah, on. that's it. All right, put the contract together. Damn. It's already about the Suge Knight publisher. Oh, my God. The whole nine. You know what I'm saying? Like all the producers he had, that, that's under that. So, but when you, that's that's crazy. But when you all y'all came in, y'all already were who you were. You were already yeah. Dash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you had to sign the contract. You didn't look at we, it? We only signed or one you contract. That was in, like, 1992, and that contract... Stay to the rest of the to right but now. But did did you did y'all did you have somebody look it at it? It was your... the co publishing. Nah, we didn't really have nobody look at it. We just like, you know, Dr. Dre. Man, come on now. Yeah, I feel that. Dr. Dre swinging around Hollywood, nigga. Bruh. NWA, nigga. So after you <laughs> after you sued Death Row, you, you got the lawsuit. Is that when you moved to Atlanta? I signed with Jermaine Dupree. So it was after that? After that, yeah. Okay. 2003, 2001, signed with Jermaine Dupree. We went to Virgin. We went to Jive Records. Got a big ass check. Left Jive Records after a little single. Went to Epic. I mean, uh, Virgin. Got another check. Jermaine, you know. Then I started looking at houses down there. So I'm like, damn, a five bedroom house for a hundred thousand? Mm. Oh man, I'm moving out here. Strip club. I can wake up at two in the morning and go to the club. <laughs> so it really wasn't even like it was because a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people. I've heard people say, "Oh, Dad's ran to Atlanta." Because Corrupt was already down there. He was going with. Um, Tina. Yeah, from um They had a big right. ass house. I moved in that motherfucker, went both looked around and said, damn, it's a basement. Damn. Came back, nigga had bed set, everything. Nigga. <laughs> Already, yeah. Hell yeah. Damn. Had some bitches out there, had their cars and shit. I was it was on. It was back in the nineties. <laughs> Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Freak Nick. Goody Ma was our best friend. Cool Joe, Gip, Timo, you know what I'm saying? Hang up there. That's crazy. Definitely not wild sound. This this not it's just wild because it's like it just sound like a free for all. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean it's all about thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do with your life, you know what I'm saying? So When when was that moment that you had to to pivot to say, okay, this music shit is cool, but I gotta start thinking outside the box. Like you, we were talking off air about property yeah. and you yeah. said that's that's where your mind typically goes and you People need to give you more credit as far as a businessman. And, and, and maybe you don't necessarily put it out there like that, but there's a lot of things that you man, got. I can make a business out of anything you put your mind to it. Remember, I sold a book. That's true. Dog Pound book that I wrote, put pictures in and all that. I sold it for $100. So 5,000 of them motherfuckers That's I pressed crazy. up. That's 
500,000. When was that moment that you, you, you start thinking like, yo, okay, I got to start thinking outside the box and creating these businesses and just start doing things that are outside of music? You know, as soon as I got that EIN number. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bam, bam. So, you know, you can have one EIN number and then make a company called Daz Dillinger. Mm-hmm. But I can also make a fictitious company too, mm-hmm. along with the Daz Dillinger, dog pound, anything I want to. Under that EIN. You know what I'm saying? Cut me a check to Daz Dillinger. Mm-hmm. It's under this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Start thinking like that and start taking my money and say, hey, it's just like the dope game. Mm. Get a little bit, make a little lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make a little lot. And so, construction, I sell dogs, Rockwallers, mm. German Shepherds, German Rockwallers, you know what I'm saying? And put the Daz Dillinger name on it. And it's own brand because it's oh, dogs. branded you know dogs. Yeah. Big dogs. dogs, you know what I'm saying? Rockwallers. So, you selling everything for sale? Yeah, we got that construction. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about the same thing like uh, 1500 doing. Mm, you know, sorry, Dad Dillinger Academy. Academy in Atlanta. I got the land. You just build it. Ice Cube hit me. I was walking in the dressing room. He's like, hey, what's that? Mm. What's up with that construction? I want to invest in that. Ooh, shit. Bet. <laughs> I just got 11.5 acres for $22,000 that was worth 600000 that the white man lost. Oh, yeah. George. I don't know if you know, if you follow Dad's on Instagram, he, he, he be going to these auctions. Go to these auctions called tax sale delinquent sales. <laughs> no, dads be on it. Dads be on it. can't pay their taxes. <laughs> they lose it. That's and be in the background. Like, like, the white put it by the for $22,000. Yeah, 11.5 acres. Like mm. in the middle of this place like this. Imagine it. Uh, Cracker Barrel, seven car dealerships, 10 hotels around this piece of property. Mm-hmm. 10 to 15 big ass warehouses. It's supposed to be a warehouse on there, but now I'm gonna make a truck stop. Because mm. it's a bunch of trucks and shit running around this motherfucker. <laughs> Cut the trees down, get paid for the trees, get the concrete, that's what's gonna cost me, buy the yard, you know what I'm saying? And buy me some tough sheds, two story tough sheds, about the size of this, like this. About a little bit bigger, like 700 square feet upstairs, downstairs. Put some little vending machines in there. I got, I bought three school buses. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I'm losing track, bro. Yeah. So what you got, buy school buses for? Because it was cheap. There was five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a thing called public auction. What? Yeah. It's online. It's a school auction. Look, and you go in there and put. Buses <laughs> Hold on, in there. Like, I want to hear this. I'm, keep keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you know it's a school auction. It's called public auction. Mm-hmm. You get them in Georgia to California. It all depends on where you're going. So. They got real school buses that drive. These are old school stuff that they're getting rid of from last year to bring in what's new this year. Get out of here. So they got buses on there for $500. You auction and you put the bed on there. We bought three of them. So I'm thinking like, okay, Jeff going to take two of them. I'm going to take the long one, put the wrap on it, and put me some vending machines in there. Inside of school bus. They have Beefy Loke sit there at the, at the tailgate and at the game, at the Atlanta Hawks game. Vending machine. Blunts, TV, <laughs> sodas, all that shit. Right is, is this still in process or is, has it already? It's already happening. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. You realize. Go to Sam's Club, nigga, with your car. You realize you are a legend, bro, this right? <laughs> but it's like, I, I got a lot of businesses out there. I'm like the only West Coast nigga that's damn near in Georgia. Pull mm. like You know, I'm just damn near the only West Coast nigga in Georgia besides Too Short, E40, Daz Dillinger. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I went down there because of Too Short, really. Producing for him. Then I found out I can make money fucking with Short. Then just being in California, going around the corner and going back home. 
doing songs. So that's the first thing I did. I love me, Trick Daddy, Too Short, mm-hmm. Scarface. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Because Too Short had a piece of property. He had two lots in mm. a big-ass house. And the basement was all his. I'm like, damn, that basement bigger than a nigga house. Mm. Mm. And that's when I just like, start doing construction. I started hanging with a lot of military guys. Why military guys? Because they smart. My best friend's name is Jeff Robinson. He's a colonel in the military, a light colonel. So ain't no niggas being no colonel in no military. Because my <laughs> uncle's like, nigga, you ain't no motherfucking colonel. <laughs> I'm Snoop Dogg, daddy. I'm fucking right. uh, fucking uh, Purple Heart veteran. Mm-hmm. And he found out niggas a colonel. That nigga house big as his own building. Damn. He built the motherfuckers. So in Georgia, if you own the property, then you could become the contractor. You ain't got to hire a contractor. You're the owner of the property. You go pull all the permits. Are you serious? That's how I'm winning. Dog. This, I got 3.5 acres. That's why I get with Cuba. Say, nigga, that's going to build us a 60-unit apartment building. Bro. We need we need to get this eighteen hundred two thousand a month times thirty, bro. We just we just had the the folks from Earn Your Leisure over here, right? You need to be on the episode. Oh yeah, you need to be on the episode. All these goddamn businesses you got, bro. Oh yeah. What? Listen, hold on, hold on. And I got this business too. What's that? Stuff. What's 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 stuff, Daz? Okay, all that stuff. Stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They had a San Diego nigga. They real big. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just that marijuana, you know, all that shit. But dads don't stop. When you have a lot of business like that, you keep them all separate. What, what, um, what's your relationship with Rick Ross? I mean, you you were one of the early, early people out here, especially that like, or just anybody from my note that that was like really collaborated with Rick Ross. Oh yeah, fuck with the boss. Still, still cool with him to this day. Yeah, let me pull up to the house. We pull up to the house. They got another house around the corner from the big mansion. Damn, so it's a studio over there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just seen him about what, six, seven, eight months ago. We were smoking, chilling. Any, any talks of work, making music together or anything? Or is that not even on the radar? I be hanging with niggas. I don't really be thinking about making music. I just be gotcha. hanging with them. We just partners and shit. If we come to it, then, you know. Right. I ain't really saying, I want to make a song with you so I can be back out there. I got enough songs. Right. <laughs> you got hella songs. I want to I wanna talk about that, too. Um, when, you, when you went and did the deal with Jermaine Dupree, I felt like a lot of people probably was looking at you crazy because they didn't see it. But me, I'm I'm a huge Jermaine JD advocate. Like yeah. I, JD to me is number one when it comes. He's number one when it comes to hip hop producers. And I get a lot. I get killed online for saying that publicly. Yeah. But JD can't be fucked with when it comes to this hip hop shit. It's just he got too many. He got a joint with every artist he's the ever good. with every good. artist he's ever worked with, and he really be in there making that shit. Making that shit, and I'm just like. I don't know. So initially, when you first linked up with JD, what made you even sign with him? My homegirl Jilly. My homegirl Jilly, like, uh, so so definitely, I did a mixtape, and that verse got me with Jermaine Dupree. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a hardcore verse, and um, we flew to Atlanta. Damn. And I was like, you know what? I love y'all, California, but I gotta go. I'm on a mission. You know, a dope dealer never made all his money in town. Mm-hmm. So everything was always OT out of town. You know but it was just because JD was out of town, that's why you decided to fuck with it? I mean, you know, that's Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Besides Dr. Know. Dre, <clears throat> Puffy, mm-hmm. it's Jermaine Dupree. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? And he pulling the string. Nigga made jump, jump, <laughs> jump. <laughs> nigga, on, yeah, hey. Yeah. Why not? Why not listen to a nigga yeah. with all that inf- insight and money? It's like, you want to listen to a nigga that's been to the bench with you a hundred times? A nigga that made a hundred, some million dollars a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm right, saying? yeah. That's what I tell my kids too. You don't listen to the nigga that got the money that's giving you all these Robux shit, right? 
Listen to me. Yeah, Roblox going right. Roblox going to get these kids. You right. know what I'm saying? Other parents that, but you know, it's all about decision making. Mm. The um, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no. Go I was gonna, I was going to say because uh, the other thing is when it like I I noticed that you don't really get your credit as a producer when people be bringing up all of the old death row shit, but I got receipts. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, now I'm gonna just I'm gonna just name a few because this list is too long. I got Tupac and Bitches as a Rider. Yeah. I got uh, the dog. I got Ain't No Fun, Snoop yeah. Dogg. I got uh, the Dog Pound, Let's Play House. I yeah. got Mac 10, nothing but the Cavi. Mm. I got uh, Two of America's Most Wanted by Tupac. Yeah. I got, I got, uh, what's this one? Uh, it's, uh, it was one more on here that I wanted to point out. I uh, got enough songs with Too Short on all my catalog to make an album. So why not? Why not? Life so hard, there? Tupac. Yeah. Um, so when you was now, as far as like producing these records, right? Um, let's say Ambitious is a writer. Did did you have any co production on that, or that's you to the face? Me and Superfly, you know, I make the initial beat how I want, it, and I have them coming in. Say, I want to hear he go in there play. Oh yeah, put that down. I'm gonna lay that down. Got you. Like I was just telling myself, who makes the call when the song is done? Me. Mm-hmm. Need you to come in here and do this part, do that, what I need you to play. I'm going to play a little bit and let you see what it is. Mm-hmm. And I have somebody coming in to play it better than me. Fast. Got it, got it. That's you know what I, I mean? Do, I do the same thing. And then Ain't No Fun. How, how what was the process of making that? I want to know the process. You no, know, doing, uh, we used to do W Balls at the house. We had, Shout had, to Ricky Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the phone hooked up to my stereo. Mm-hmm. So every time a motherfucker called, we would take W Balls, <laughs> dick in so. your mouth. <laughs> You know what I mean? And we would tape that shit and just listen to it for ourselves. And I came home one day and Snoop took the disc out of my drum machine and gave it to Dr. Dre. I came back. Ain't no fun was made. Are you serious? Yep. And Serial Killer. Snoop. Boom. Let me get that. Yeah, Dre. Let me hold that. I had to fight for that credit. Damn. So they weren't going to give you no credit at Fuck all? Fuck no. <laughs> 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 who, who was taking the credit? Who, who took the credit away from you? Dr. Dre. Oh shit! But I got the keyboard. That was my sounds. Yeah, came out my drum machine. You know what I'm saying? Do, 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 he want, they didn't want to give you credit because they probably give you drum program or some shit. <laughs> but no production, like you know what I'm saying. So I had to fight for all that. I was oh. on the chronic album. I was the DJ. I'm scratching. You know, I started off as a DJ first. Mm-hmm. I was young DJ Jedi. Word. You know what I'm saying? Stole all my equipment from the VIP. I had a pyramid mixer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two techniques. Had to put the little foam at the bottom of the, the little weight part so it yeah, wouldn't move. Yeah. So that motherfucker would be stiff. I was cutting up with the transformer that go up and down. Oh, yeah. So when was that transition between DJ Jedi, the, the, the DJ, <laughs> to, to Daz, the, the producer, and uh, the artist? You know, just working in Hollywood at the Chronic Solar Records, Dick Griffey, mm. the man that owned uh, Solar Records. Yeah. We learned a lot from him too, you know what I'm saying, by taping over the whispers. I didn't know <laughs> what the reels was, you know what I'm saying? We need something to tape over and then go on the back and get a tape. You tape it over the whispers? He come in, hey, <laughs> you tape it over my masters. <laughs> You're like, what's your master? What you taping on? I think we taped over a Christmas song or some shit. <laughs> so you was just reckless. Hey, we was trying to get, I used to hotwire the studio, me and Corrupt, nigga, got the elevator, get the little uh, foil, hit the, go up to the third floor. Who studio was this? This is Solar Dick, Dick, Dick Gregory. Is it? 
Dick Griffey. Griffey, I said Gregory. Damn. Bro, I, what I what I you hear, know how many felonies you've confessed to? <laughs> no, what like I like I say, statute of limitations. Yeah, no, what, I, what I love about this though is 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 showing the hunger and, and willingness yeah. to do anything to to whether it gets put on or or just mm. make shit happen. You mm. know what I'm saying? And that I think from then to now, you just see this this willingness and this drive and this hunger. It's like it's not gonna stop. Like I'm gonna do it by any means. You know what I mean? Most definitely. When you when you said, I remember you said. Uh, I'm going back to the production, sorry, but on Ambition as a Rider, you t- you said you told Tupac to do the I want to die. Yeah, that that part that you came yeah, up. He with just that. came with the words after that. When was that often like how it was? Same worked? thing I did with Tip when you heard that song, My Life. Yeah, I was. He just said you going. Ah. He's like, oh yeah, that's tight. You start writing the words, and then they said, I'm like, come up with the hook. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm talking about is like specifically when it comes to. The that two year run that Pac had was it always like that as far as only here for nine eight months? Nah, that was I'm talking about musically, nah. like the music being out and circulating on the radio and like it was run, it was crazy. But I'm saying nine. I didn't know it was nine months. Yeah, new niggas on, only out for nine months. A lot um, of people don't realize that. When, they feel like it's years, but it's only nine months. And no, I saw I saw footage from a couple of those studio sessions where like I don't remember seeing. Everybody in there, yeah. but I remember seeing like footage of it. And when y'all was creating them songs, did y'all know like this is going? This is one of the ones. This is going. You don't know when you're making history. To, mm-hmm. I said that in a post the other day. You don't know you're making history when you're making history. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying right now what we doing. We don't know what we're doing until it come out. Right. We made history. You know what I'm saying? So right now you're just kids enjoying and making your best music, and then you know. In time, like wine, mm-hmm. it becomes great. Do you think that things would have went differently had you, like, really in the moment been like, oh, shit, this is going to be some shit? We didn't really know about it. We were just living. Mm-hmm. We was young kids and shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just you, living life. You've seen... Help the police! Uh-oh. You've seen, uh, obviously, been a, been a part of Death Row, right? Yeah. But you've seen different labels come and go throughout the years. For you, what do you feel like the best hip hop label is mm-hmm. of all time, and uh, why? Besides, with before Death Row, it was yeah. Def Jam, Def Jam, mm-hmm. and then Death Row. Then everybody else come up under there like Bad Boy, Cash Money, Luke Records too. Shout out to Luke. Yep. While the height of Luke and Dr. Dre feuding, I was living with Luke. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I, I heard, I heard, wait, the, wait, wait, wait. I heard the Biggie shit. I heard. The few between, you know, Pac and all that, y'all was still cool with Biggie, right? Yeah. I never heard this. Yeah. So while while the whole feud was going on between, well, it was a doctor. You know, yeah. when they had Dre Day and all yes. that shit. Yes. I, 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 you know, my dad lived in Miami. I lived in Miami. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm saying for like since I was young with my pops and stuff, because he moved from New Orleans to Miami in the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, but he been out there since then in Miami Garden Drive. So I got some stepbrothers out there too for my stepmom. You know what I'm saying? Some real gangsters. You know what I'm saying? That know Rick Raw, all of them. They yeah. know them all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got like seven stepbrothers. All killers. You know, dreads, <laughs> everything. Niggas, you don't understand what they talking about. I don't about. know what you talking about, Dad. I don't you know, know what, what you talking so, about. Just living down there in Miami, I hooked up with my friend. His name is uh, Mike West. He was the assistant to Luke, engineer, all that. He used to let me come in the studio. And Luke was coming by like, Hold up. <laughs> That's that. What's up, Dad? Yeah, bam. I, he let me use the studio. Nigga had a 24 track 
SSL board in there, everything. I used to invite two short over everything. On. So this is in the middle of the shit. This is in the middle so of the had, feud. So he had no issue with you being there? No. Nope. I was the producing fact that for him, had... and then you know we made that song like them hoes, and we had fun. But I remember you saying that you was Dr. Dre's first student. Yeah. And you, so you, like, you came up under Dre. Yeah, me and Warren G. So did he not know y'all was over there, or like? Who? He didn't Luke? know you was over there Luke. fucking with Luke? Uh, this was like... After the chronic, you know what I'm saying? We just, I was back at home with my pops. Oh, so it didn't matter. It was just. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Dr. Dre was gone after that. You know, he left death row. Mm -hmm. So, you know, started hanging with Luke and down in Miami and recording in his studio. Me, me and Luke became good friends. Wait, so it was after? After the chronic. Then we did a show out there. Okay. I in thought Miami. I thought I thought the shit was in in the midst of the, it was it's in the midst of it everything you know what I'm saying it was all in the mix it was just all gumboed the fuck up I'm I'm having a hard time believing you this know, shit JT money everybody you know we was hanging Poison Clan they was dissing Death Row and but I was I knew all of them you know what I'm saying Do you think that any has anybody ever been that hated up and like up until this point that I don't think there's anybody there's any like one label or crew that's been more hated than the Death Row shit. I mean, you know, it was treacherous. You know, there was a lot of shit going on. And then y'all didn't. So uh, not not then, but when New whose whose idea was New York, New York? Snoop's idea was New York, New because we had made DJ Pooh produced the song. Mm -hmm. Biggie had rapped on the song first with the Saint Ives Saint commercial. commercial. Yeah. So we asked Pooh, "Can we have a beat?" He said, "Yeah, it was only for a commercial." But that Biggie rapped on it, they might, you know, felt a little some 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 way, but mm -hmm. Corrupt rapped on it. And we had a hook like, you ain't all that. And then Snoop came in there singing New York, New York. We said, oh, we're going to use that hook. Mm. And then it was Melly Mel from that era. So when we got the song clear, we don't even get paid from that song. Really? Oh, We had to give up 100% so publishing. Yeah. yeah, for real? So who gets paid for that? Uh, Sugar Hill. Oh. Anytime man. you use a Sugar Hill sandwich, them motherfuckers oh, want 100%. Damn. They ain't giving you a. That's what I'm finna do with my shit. I was I was just about to say what what's stopping you from, from, from being doing nice that? to these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's like I look at ambitions of a writer. Yeah, it's 75 songs under that one facts, song. Facts. From people implicating, sampling, even saying if you say I won't deny anything, that's it. I'm coming Got to it. get that. Even though Tupac made it, nigga, I'm representing for him because he gonna get his 25. Mm. And I'm gonna get my 25. Okay, so so walk me through this. There's so many there's so many samples, right? What what Makes you say, okay, I'm going to clear something or not. Uh, give me my percentages. So if they give you the percentage, no matter what the song sounds like, you're going to let them have it. Yeah, it's part of the catalog. makes it bigger. Like I always tell people, put singles out. Mm. Fuck an album. If I put 75 singles out and you put four albums out, you got four JPEGs up there. How many mm. I got up there on, on iTunes? My shit look a little bit bigger than yours. Got it. Because a record company ain't going to pay you for one album. Mm. They're going to pay you for multiple albums. That's why I make movies and all that. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 shout out to Sugar Hill, first of all, for God that's, damn it. That's crazy as hell. I didn't know that. But yeah. um, y'all shot, shot that video. Yeah, we brought the Six Foes and Lolos to New York. New York, man. Then Biggie got on the radio, like, fuck them niggas. They right there on this street right here in front of the in the brown gate. Go blast at them. So, but but you, but so that's that's the part that I have a hard time not necessarily believing. But it's like y'all were cool with him. We was until the New York New York came out. That's when Tupac was out, so it was a lot of tension going on. Funk Flash to Flex, 
he was hyping shit up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he was on the radio with Biggie. And then after that, it just was gun hope. Hey, you ever been on Flex Show? Nah, but I was uh, at home in Atlanta just chilling. I got a phone call. It was Funk Master Flex. Called your phone? Yeah, hit me on Twitter. I mean, hit me on Instagram. Told me to hit him up. So I hit him up. He's just like, you know what? I want to apologize to you. For real? Like that. And then, you know, it was that, you know, it's all about you being a man. 50 years, you're 50 years old now. Right. Damn. So Nobody hears that, man. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because said that. Did, did, how, was it a cool conversation? It was a cool, quick conversation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was in the wrong, da, 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 you know, cool. What can we do now? Nice. Have you ever had a, a conversation like that with Bad Boy, with Puff or? Any- I used to see Puffy all the time. You know what I'm saying? I used to want him to mix the dog pound album. So, really? you know what I'm saying? I had a conversation I needed even to mix the dog pound. That's when shit was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> you see what we did? Wait, 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 wait. But yeah. you had Dr. Dre mixing y'all shit. Dre wasn't mixing our shit right Oh, he didn't mix y'all shit. This was before him. Okay. So you saying because you just, the status was kind of unsure as far as what was going on with Death Row, you wanted Bad Boy, you wanted Puppet Puppy, We was all friends. Wow. Could you imagine that? No. Bad Boy. Did Damn. So after Pac... I mean, not Pac, but after the New York, New York shit came out, that's when it kind of everything. After we got shot at, is when we start kicking some bills. <laughs> you like, well, hold on, hold on. We so, were showing appreciation at yeah, first. We were showing appreciation for it because we had Moni Love in yeah. the video. Yeah, because she, she was, was like she was dancing in the. In we the, had uh, what's the school? The DJ school. Who? The one that's in. That on that uh, marriage, I mean, on that, mm. on that. Oh, uh, fat, you talking about Fat Man School? Yeah, rest in peace, Fat Man School. Yeah, school. School. Yeah, school. All that type of shit. And then you know, just huh? you said rest in peace. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm thinking <laughs> of Biz Marquee. I'm tripping, my bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, was it a two or three day shoot? Was it just a three day shoot? Three day shoot. So day one, it's all love, <laughs> y'all shooting all the same love appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> and is that the same day Biggie said that on the radio? Or was that day two? That was uh Day two. First day we was in Red Hill, Brooklyn, got shot at through the trailers. Wait, so it was two times? No, 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 let me get it together. First time was on uh, New York in the Times Square. Okay, that was day one. That's when we heard Biggie on the radio. Day one. Day one. Okay. Second day, we was in Red Hill, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. shooting that. We see us on the stairs and shit yeah. right there. Pow, pow, pow. Third day, oh. <laughs> we was flying out there, motherfucker. <laughs> said, we out that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Damn, but we got to kick, kick over some bills before we leave. No, we did all the post-production back home. Oh, okay. okay. That's smart. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Get the fuck out. So after the- after Wait, his- wait. I want to know. After after the pop, 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 who who did- Does anybody like fly? Yo, hey, we know that was y'all. Like, what the fuck was going on? Because y'all, y'all, were, y'all were cool at some point, right? But then it got, you know, Tupac was out. It was just up. So De- Death Row Tupac was out and he was dissing them and you know it's, it's a lot going on so you know everybody a victim when it comes to battling and feuding you know what I'm saying Ain't no Man, no sucks. rules. I remember um, also in the in at the end of uh, Straight Outta Compton not at the end but towards the end of the movie where y'all got off the plane uh, well Snoop got off the plane mm-hmm. and and Pac wasn't really fucking with him was there was that did that was that also between y'all two that was that was later. on. That was like doing the MTV Awards. No, I know that, but I'm saying when he went his separate way, he was he went to Vegas. Yeah, and Snoop got off the plane. He was all saying "fuck Death Row" after that. It was on. Oh, okay. It was, uh, you know, it was separated. It was getting separated right then. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody was supposed to go to Vegas. We was like, "fuck that, we ain't going." Mm. 
And then we heard about what how Tupac and them got, and then you know, it all went haywire. From how there. did? Where were you at when you heard about it? I was in the studio, me and Badass and Corrupt. You know what I'm saying? Um, we made that, and that's when I made that one song that I had some Tupac vocals. I made it's called Stool Pigeon. It's called Only for the Money. Mm-hmm. But I destroyed the reels. Why? Because I need this song to stay the way it's gonna stay when I put it together. So you know, can't nobody change that song. What you mean? You wanted right. to stay the uh, like you? You want people to like you? Don't want it to be you know, manipulated. Have come back in and remixing your mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So mix the song, put it together, destroy the reel. So this is gonna be the only song right here that they gonna listen to. Ain't no remixing that shit unless they got that little shit now where they take your vocals. I was gonna say now they can they can surround that the, shit out. But the way the song yeah. is, it stayed in. So that means this song ain't never came out. So that means the estate gotta make a deal with me. Oh snap! Then I want to know where's all the original money from all. Then I want to know like where's the original money from all the old Tupac songs that was leaked. You know oh, all the leaking songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then they made new songs, so they had new publishing for new songs. But what about the old the music yeah. and all that shit? Who getting all that money? That's why I'm going to investigate now. Oh. YouTube, I'm coming after yes, you. I'm on you. Damn. <laughs> so, so that that hasn't been situated just yet. I mean, I ain't even brought it to their attention yet. Okay. It's <laughs> <Yes>, today. <laughs> like, like, I know. Soon as, soon as Snoop gives all that shit, I ain't like, hey, attack I, everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Did, but didn't you? I remember. I don't know if this is public, but I remember you had you had so many songs with Pac on it, and I you sold them to his mother. She sued mm-hmm. me for a hundred million. Tupac's mom sued you for a hundred million dollars. She had a court case with me, and I just gave it to her, and then we made a deal where I get fifteen percent off each song. Mm-hmm. It's like that Fifty Cent song, "Realest Killer." Yeah, I get fifty percent. I mean, I get twelve, fifteen percent on that song. I'm a writer. How do you song. get served for a hundred million dollar lawsuit? Shit, come to your motherfucking door. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find a way. <laughs> what? And they want that hundred million. Like, do you million. be in your draws for the Easter hey, cereal? I mean, and then you look at the paper like, wait, what? <laughs> I remember they served Corel one time. This girl said, huh, can you take a picture of me? <laughs> she like, Corel like, yeah, take a picture. And they like, you've been served. Bro. Oh, stop. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. That is. Damn. Are you serious? So, so, so okay, so. You obviously don't owe the hundred million, but y'all, y'all made an agreement. We made an agreement. Mm. But well, the, but it was that was that she was serious or that, that was a scare tactic? That was a don't go to sleep. That was them Damn. them songs right there, mm. like six or seven songs I had. You know what I'm saying that I made Machiavelli and Dillinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The underground album. Mm-hmm. That's out right now online. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I put that out because I'm gonna get paid from that because it's original music. It right. ain't never going nowhere. They can't never take it off the the net. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's a- I'm glad that y'all came to uh, understand agreement. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I love Mr. Phoenix Shakur. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's my yes. own girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I wasn't gonna give him the death row. Right, that's for sure. I'd rather give him to you yeah. than give him the death row. Right, right. I, I ain't gonna get no credit. Yeah, that's appropriate. That's a fact. Thieving motherfuckers. Have you had right any, now? Have you? Have you? I remember you saying that uh, should work work with the police. Yeah, and can't go to jail that many motherfucking times <laughs> and, be, and be loose like that. Yeah, but been locked us up. It did, do he? You still have this restraining order against you? I mean, he got a restraining order against me. That's what I'm saying. That he used to fuck with Rampart Police Department, and mm-hmm. you know, I used to live by there in Rampart. So it's like I got a couple of officer friends. Like, man, we ain't never seen no shit like that. They ain't got no expiration date. Damn, you know, restraining order with an expiration date. Every time I go overseas and I come back to custom, they're like, "Hey, buddy, mm. c- come over here." So what happened? Is, is it still on? Right? Yeah, yeah. I just came from Taiwan. They, 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 
Damn. Come over here. So, let's say Suge gets free, right? And you guys just both happen to be at Disneyland. Yeah. What's going to happen? Knuckle up, nigga. Damn. It's, it's, not, it's still like, it's, not, it's still like, I mean, hey, there could be no I, conversation I, at this point. Yeah, you, the unexpected can be the expected. <laughs> never know, nigga. Hey, it's all to the good. Hey, you don't like me, I never liked you, so hey, it's still whatever, you know? But how, how does this relationship go from that to this? Because earlier you were saying that, you know, I, I see him doing the dirt, we did dirt together. Yeah. To I mean, now. you know, it all go bad, you know what I'm saying? You could uh, have friendship together like yeah. this for years. It only takes one second to disagree and to be enemies. Yeah. Say fuck you after that. But I'm saying we we've seen we've seen that you with you and corrupt before. We seen you guys patch things back up. You don't think that there's a world in which you guys can kind of like be mutual talk, converse, Man. and be like, ah, right, this you know, Kawhi shit is over. It's, out of, it's, no, it's another chapter. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. stay out my way. Got you. Got you. What you know about? What I ain't got to like my mother said. You ain't got to deal with him. Just mm-hmm. do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? But you know, God been great. The Lord been great because after 30 years. After all that shit, I never even seen Suge Knight till this day. Are you serious? And it's been going on what twenty some years, twenty five, almost thirty years. Never know. After running. we got off death row in ninety seven or yeah. something, yeah. I haven't seen Suge since. Wow. Maybe the Lord didn't say. That's a reason. <laughs> yeah, because I, honey, hum, I'll take that case. Damn, Lord. You bro. know what I mean? Because it's like, hey, you know, yeah. But I'm seeing uh, is it is it just with because I'm sure Suge wasn't the the only one like he wasn't the one writing the contracts and like doing so it's still like he was telling them to write the contract. No, I get that, but that, but those other people would technically if you got charged with a crime and I'm in the yeah. car, I'm complicit in the committing committing of the crime and You're I go accessory. To, I'm an accessory. So then is that same energy with other people who are involved with with the death row shit from your allegations? Yeah, uh, you in the car with them, right? You gonna take the and they go gunning for him. If you go in the car, you gonna get gunned down too. Damn, dude. Do you feel that? Do you still feel the same way about Kanye? Because you put out the song "Fuck Kanye Up." I mean, you when, know, I, I gave him props the same time when I make this. So you know, <laughs> saying "Fuck Kanye," well, you know, from the beats to DJs, we want the old Ye back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still like Kanye music. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But I'm saying about Kanye specifically. You, I mean, you know, if we meet together, hey, it's all good. It's you know what I'm saying? You ain't uh, never did nothing to me, but you know. I seen uh, send the police after me. There was there was a clip. He that sent just the came. police after you. I mean, shit. After all that shit with him, I went to jail. All kind of shit. It was coincidence. I went to jail. <laughs> he said, "Ain't no coincidence <laughs> about that." Wait, you went to jail putting a song out. I mean, you know, when that feud knocked with the TMZ and all that shit, and it, it, it was a target, you know, from Trump and all that type of shit. You know, what I'm saying I was trying to, you know, be a star, you know. Do all that shit. I'm like, oh shit, I went to jail. I'm back underground now. So you think all the videos? So you think that? You think that? That you saying that about Kanye, is Chris what, Jenner, shit. Mm. She part of the mastermind, you know. When I be, you know, discovery in your case, you, you know, you find out a lot of shit when yeah. you get discovery when you're going to court, and you found out, found out a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So I just leave him alone. Leave you know him alone. Said, leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> you see six nine, you run. Idiot. You see Kanye, you run. You see snitch, dude, you run. You don't want to be around that type yeah. of shit. <laughs> He said, leave the fucker. I remember talking, I ain't gonna say who it was, but I remember talking to somebody and because Glasses put out that song called yeah. Kanye Should Have Never Married That Bitch. Yeah. And it's about, you know, that. And I was about talking what? to one of the homies. About what? About this. <laughs> and I was talking to one of the homies and, and he was like, man, tell Glasses, leave, leave her alone. That bitch is a bitch. <laughs> she loved black men. 
snap. Yo, he was like, tell, 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 tell glasses to leave them alone. That whole leave them alone because they got lawyers for real. Alone. A couple of dollars just is nothing to them. They got real lawyers. They got real lawyers make shit happen. (laughs) Investigators and shit. You know what I'm saying? I I seen a a, a clip of uh, Corrupt talking about that they, or he felt like the end of death row was after Pac um, died. Um, Was that the same sentence? Because you you said you were the last one. It was going down here after that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody left. Like I said, it was... Everybody was just searching and getting what they can get out of that shit before they before it all goes down. Then they made the row. Mm. And Corrupt went back. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that's, that. That's, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. when shit got tricky. Between y'all. I was like, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah. I got me a couple of million and some change and yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm going down south. Take care of my mom. Out know? of here. When you won the lawsuit, did they do they give you a check or do this? I got my publishing. I got a little bit of that money, but I wanted more. With the publishing, so I still get like big publishing checks and shit mm-hmm. from that comes down. You know what I'm saying? That was in that bank over there. Like right now, BMG been holding like nine hundred some thousand because of Alan Grunblack yeah. on Suge's side playing games. You know that, so they fired his ass. Mm-hmm. So now that BMG money is sitting there because they was trying to steal that money from me. So it's like a whole bunch of shit that's going on. That I gotta get straight, you know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm just waiting <laughs> so for much. dog to do what he do. He said, "I'm just the you calm before saying? the storm." It's just so waiting much. for dog to do what he do. Then we get all that shit back, and that's why he took him down mm. to see who's stealing, mm. and to reactivate everything from the death row catalog to a new way. Now we know who's been stealing. Damn, you know what I'm saying? And you've been stolen has, from a lot. Has man. has anybody or any entity surprised you? Like, damn, I didn't know they was getting that shit too. Shit, just uh, Alan Grunblack. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fat ass. <laughs> Damn. Uh, who cleared Who cleared the ambitions of the writer's sample for Cameron for Cameron's debut album? I did, really, because I went in there and replayed it over. Mm-hmm. I flew down to New York. For real. And I was walking upstairs to Baseline, and Cameron was in the car. Like, what's up, Daz? And I said, yeah, what's up? Didn't know I was going to do it for him. I went upstairs, and they were like, we want ambitious of a rider, and so I just, but I didn't get credit for it because Suge Knight was threatening motherfuckers and all kind of shit. So I just laid down the drums, that and the the bass line. Mm-hmm. Then they had somebody else come in there and put the ooh. Mm-hmm. ooh. So, but I got my percentages as far as publishing and all that shit. But, but they gave no the credit, credit to somebody else because I don't know Rockefeller was scared of something. Damn. So somebody, so so they hit you up like, hey, we want this, and yeah. then you. Flew so I was me. already doing work for Rockefeller. From the first song with that the dog pound changed the Change, game with yeah. Jay. Yeah. And oh, then I came back God. in there and I started working with Benny Siegel. Damn. On his album. And then the third dun, song dun, was dun, dun, Cameron. So I got three catalog songs at Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the catalog. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I'm just curious because, again, affiliation and just going back and forth. I, I guess as a fan and somebody that's like looked at looking at it from the outside, right? The whole death row shit. We already saw. We saw what Pac said about Jay Z. So when you get in the studio to work for Rockefeller, do they look at you as <laughs> somebody that's on death row, an op? Like no, Big John from uh, EMI hooked it up. Mm. Flew us down to New York. I tell Corrupt, come on, niggas, let's go to the club, nigga. We partying right here. We look up Jay Z in the club, nigga. Mm. Like, Y'all niggas ready? Like yeah, nigga. When the baseline, me, him, badass. 40 Glock was with us too at the time. Damn. And uh, 
We laid that motherfucker down. So is it? There's no elephant in the room and no discussing yeah. talking about so the shit. So y'all want to have a conversation? Just, yeah, or, like, no, they just put the beat on. Jay Z wasn't in there. We was just laying. You know, we going there and get to work. Yeah. Just laying shit down, and he coming in, put his piece together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he came out. Right, because Badass had a verse on there, but they took him off. Ah, oh, damn. Rest in peace. Man. Were you around for Jay writing the the, the Steel DRE verse? I'm, uh, yeah, let me say something about that, too, right? <laughs> so when you look at whosample.com, it says they implicated Serial Killer and Steel Dre, which mm. they did when they took my line. If you ain't up on things, oh. Snoop Dogg is the name, Dog Pound's the gang. Yeah. And they put it in Steel Dre. If you ain't up on things, Dr. Dre is the name I'm ahead of my game. So in my mind, you supposed to get paid for that. Jay-Z was listening to Serial Killer Wait. while he was writing that motherfucking rhyme. Do you get paid? And I want to get my money for that. No, <laughs> Wait. I sent Dr. Dre and them a letter and they... Sent a thousand lawyers at me. Yeah, it's 20 years later. Why would you? Um, you know, I'm getting my shit together now. Music has no statute of limitation. So, Jay-Z, I'm going to need at least a couple of percentages. Something. Caught your niggas' hands in the cookie Ooh. jar. So, you can pay me now under the table. We can make the bean. Or I can add these 20 more writers. Because, you know, when you use any part of a song, you have to pay all the writers. Oh, my God. But I caught your hand in the cookie jar. But it's my verse. Mm. And the shit that you took for me, well, I take the money under the table, and we can call it a day, and black bygone be bygone. Or if I got to fight for my music and take you to court and do all that we type of shit, and I'm going for the whole no. justice. I'm going to call RBX and the rest of these niggas. Y'all niggas want y'all money? <laughs> <laughs> KRS-One, he a oh. part of that serial killer. Yeah. Because we sampled that. Damn. Six million, with all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I never I do that. want my money, though, Dr. Damn. Dre. Damn. I never, never thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he took my line. Jay-Z, was, he's a fan of my shit. He yeah, told me. Yeah, yeah. When you listen to Change the Game, Psycho, like, like no, no other motherfucker. Psycho, he had like me no. going there, right. put that shit on there. Psycho, yeah. like yeah. no. And the same thing with uh, Jagged Edge. Which one? They, where the party's at? Where the party at? We rapped on that first. They had a New York, New York beat under that first. They told me a corrupt coming there. We came in there. We laid verses down. They had the whole song, the party. Where it wasn't no JD beat on there. It wasn't no Nelly on there. It was us. So if you listen to that song now with Nelly on there, when they say, get to Hinda, you hear them voices in the back. That's what I laid down, and they mimicked that shit with the JD and added that shit. Are you oh, serious? Wait, 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 wait. Hell yeah. They got we an got, interview talking about that shit. We got we to gotta go back and play that shit. I got to listen to it again. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. That's so when you listen right to that now. shit, <laughs> That part right there. I love that song. Where the party at? Girl, but you can't get paid off of that because technically they reenacted. It they reenacted, like but a, I did the background. You yeah, know, it was yeah. my style that right. was on there. You know, is there saying? a reference track to that? They got the reference track. Damn it! Out of all shit, you still you yeah. didn't steal that? <laughs> that was in Atlanta though. That was still. JD. That was you know that was a uh, jagged edge studio. You know, was that my my boys? You know, yeah. What's the what? <laughs> That's crazy. I did not know yeah, that. I didn't know the Jay Z thing, and I didn't know that. But they might give you your money, maybe. The cycle I mean, I might go make about sense. That part, I, but I want the rest of my right. shit though. <laughs> he said, "I want that one for um, sure." The the thing with when um, Snoop claimed that Nas wasn't originally on, got my mm -hmm. mind made up. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that another one of those type types of cases where dog? He didn't know what he was talking about. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't there. Okay, because we met Nas in uh, Philly. And then Nas came to California and we was at Larrabee Studio. Mm -hmm. We was in there with Heavy D. 
I got a Heavy D on my catalog too. You know what I'm saying? So oh, snap. We did a song with Heavy D on his album. With Dog Pound, McGruff, and Heavy D. Oh, damn. And then Nas came in there and laid that. Don't stop, keep going. And Tupac heard it. <laughs> Take him off. I'm putting on. I came back in the studio, nigga, and laid him a verse already. I just went out and pulled it up. I'm like, damn. Oh, uh, man. That's when you know, so I got two verses. So. I had made an album called The Last of the Pound. Mm. That was the last music we had on Death Row. Damn. And I put that out, you know, just to show that. I had songs with Foxy Brown, Corrupt, and all, you know, all that. You know what I'm when, when the, uh, that's crazy. When Snoop was doing The Last Meal, because I remember him talking about it. And I was a kid watching it on, on TV, I think, or MTV, whatever. He's and he was saying, man. it's The Last Meal. Um, that's how they going to eat off me. Huh? That's, that's how they gonna eat off. That's how they gonna eat off me or whatever. And he, and okay, was that man. was that like the conversation amongst y'all like all together? Like okay, we gonna go independent. We gonna. I was already independent. No, I know that, but I'm saying Dog wasn't. He wasn't. He was. On, he was on no limit. Like corrupt Snoop and I, they don't think about independent. They, they always thought about a deal. I'll get the check. I think about independent, so I could put my records next to your records called Pricing and Positioning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A couple of more dollars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Off the thing, you know, put it right in the front as soon as you walk in. And that's what Snoop like, man, how did you get in your records on there? Like, pricing and Positioning, buddy. <laughs> you know like, what I'm yeah, saying? I go press up a bunch of records, you know what I'm saying? And like, fucking 5,000 records is like 50 Gs. Mm. And I'm only spending, what, 1,000? You know, it's like 50-something cent a piece when you buy them a bulk. God damn, I love this. I got this. all the hustles, bro. I love this, man. Um, what's the most expensive thing or most random thing that you have stole? Some um, bubble gum. When I go to the store, the niggas be like, you still stealing? <laughs> I said, man, I had to. It just, you it's, know, it's, the cameras it's, wasn't it's looking at me. It's in it's me. It's a bunch of niggas in the store. You <laughs> getting it up. Because I know you said you stole the reels out of death row. I used to steal, but, you know, I hate niggas that steal now. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm... Older and I got shit, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, when you was young, you know, you know, that's how I, you know, so I made my career being now, a thief. Are you a big school person? Like, do you, do you have, do your kids have to go to college and have to do that? Or? I mean, if they wanted to, I'm not going to push them on them. You know, I just want them to do great. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go to college and look how much money I made. My mother told me, boy, I mean, your daddy got PhDs and you made more money than both of us. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know. Is there any anything that they've came to you, any of your children that came to you and said, this is what I want to do, and you disagreed with it? And if so, how, how did you handle that? They say some stupid shit, <laughs> and I'm going in on their ass. You know what I'm saying? So I really want them to learn a business mm. as far as my music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I teach them all about money. They all know how to count. They know how to spend that money. Mm. You know, I got two actors you know what I'm saying? Xylan and Dazel. You know what I'm saying? They in like Abbott Elementary. Elementary yeah. Damn. All that. You know what I'm saying? And Angela Bassett. My son just did a movie with Angela Bassett and Taraji P. That's fire. My other son is in like any chopper videos mm -hmm. and doing commercials and shit. You know, my oldest son, Azad, uh, played me in uh, All Eyes on Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. my other son, Daz, you know, he more business and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But he been like Yo Gaba Gaba when he was young. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Called that Coogan account. When what? they make all that oh, money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all their money going to Coogan account. So mm -hmm. when they turn 18, they got a lot of money in there. That's crazy. That's so fire. So when it, when it comes down to, and not to get dark enough, but like like your will, you you're, what you have lined up for them, is everything and lined up for them? The trust, is it Fuck all equal? Fuck a will. Get a trust. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's the difference? 
you directing, mm. telling them what to do. You can never sell my houses. Okay. You can never sell my music. Everyone has to collectively sign to do anything. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Right now, I just put all my music in a trust. So, Suge Knight can't change nothing. Snoop can't change nothing. Mm. Can't nobody change nothing because it's already still. Like I said, because the shit is already in my name. Would you ever, because we see these conversations of people selling their catalog. Is that something that you would, would I told do? my kids, don't ever sell the catalog. We can wait, make $200 million. Why not? Because the simple fact is, motherfucker might not pick up the phone when you call. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mad. It took me this long to get my music back. Mm-hmm. And now I made a deal with you. You ain't even picking up the phone because you already getting your dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. So I tell the kids, <laughs> it's all about what you charge. We can make $200 million in some years. It's all depends on how you negotiate because everybody want to use the song. Gotcha. Now, and right now, licenses is big on songs for yeah. movies and shit. Why? They pay you on the percentages of the song. But you know, everybody's doing said, why? the catalog. They selling the 200. They stupid. <laughs> they stupid. Okay. Because why would I sell you my catalog when I can make the money and don't even owe your motherfucking ass? Maybe they just, you know what it is? Why would I, I want 200 million? I can't spend all that money like that. You know, so you're going to fuck it off when you... You give a nigga all that money, he gonna fuck it off. <laughs> well, now you know what to do with the money, though. You still gonna fuck it off because you ain't making no money that's coming in. It's mm. you already paid off of that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think you're you're more of an, an enforcer, and you kind of know what to do. Whereas some people just like, man, kick back, give me the check. Mm-hmm. All right, look, you know it. Look, you know how you that's the motherfucker like, they had who ain't had no money before. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Once you get it, you know what to do with it. Once you fuck it off, <laughs> and then you get it back, and you fuck it off again, and you get it back, then you know what to do with it. How many times have you fucked off money? I, mean, I fucked off a lot of money. You it was know the what last saying? time you fucked it off where it was like- Shit, about 10 years ago. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? What did you spend it on? Just bills and lawyers and shit like that. Just living in California. Uh, Living in California, paying rent. I'm doing bad. This type of shit mm-hmm. out there in Georgia. You know, you got land, trees, lakes, and shit out here. You got mountains, and yeah. you don't see shit else but a mountain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told myself I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm spending too much money just riding around, eating, yeah. helping the homies out, buying weed, doing all that shit. I ain't cutting no grass in the way. I feel a little mm-hmm. different. You know, I'm used to cutting grass yeah. and all the other shit. You be out there on go your outside John and go build me a motherfucking house in my backyard, what I want. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucking patio, a good deck and all that shit and just chill. Damn, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to Dad's house. I'm going at, we going to Atlanta next month. I'm so. building a big compound right now, you know, like a dog pound. Because, you know, FIFA is coming to Atlanta in mm-hmm. 2026. And that's what I built all them homes for so I can rent them out, get that <laughs> oh, money for 2026. You know what I'm saying? Because I got the big compound getting built on Cottage Grove. So that's the main thing. For a four-bedroom house, 2,800 square feet, it cost me 110000 to build that home. Jesus, that's... You know, everything. Because right now, my cousin, uh, my friend Jeff, he told me, lumber went down right now because ain't nobody building nothing right now. So Home Depot prices oh, so you're like, went down. That's when that. you're going in. Bye, bye, bye. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When they go back up, you already got the things. You know, it's cheap for drywall sheets and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I got property in Mississippi. Mm. Why Mississippi? Because my mother's from Mississippi. Um, And she left me a house, and she left me two acres, which I turned into the dad's park. It's like right around the corner. My auntie lived right next door to it, so she watches it. I get the grass cut. I got two acres. Everybody call it the dad's park because I let people use it for... Reunions. Mm. You know Damn, so they like, can we use your park? Yep. Cut the grass. And oh, so it's not even about the money. It's just cut the I grass. I just tell them, cut the motherfucking grass. It's $200 <laughs> something dollars to cut the grass with a bush. Why? Two acres. 
<laughs> yeah, cut the grass. You can do whatever you want over there. Yeah, that's a bill. I ain't got to cut. That. Right. I love that. Do you have you ever? Do you know off the top of your head what your bills are a month total, all in everything? Uh, at least about eight thousand. Eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand a month. Man, that's not that bad. That's everybody else's bills. Like you know, kids, child support. You know, regular little bills. Mm-hmm. Kids, Roblox, all that shit. You know, my kids, they that like bad, di- like different shit, you know, but I have them working for it. Damn, so they, they, they get into the money. Yeah, and then I just write it all off. <laughs> Smart. That's, I'm, you know I'm, I'm getting there. I'm I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Write it all off. Only bill, you know, like you have a bill, which is like $800 is your franchise tax board. Mm. Keep keep Uncle Sam happy. You can make all yeah, the money I in the world. What's the biggest tax one. check you ever wrote? Shit. It's tax season I, right now, so I, you know, I paid my taxes. It's probably like about five, six thousand. For real? Yeah, you know, I, everything is in expense. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, so yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta talk about business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta. Yeah. I gotta. All right, but I, I, I just gotta ask since we we on the theme of money. What's what's the biggest check that you've received that you like? Oh shit! Shit, I got a check for like like ninety seven, like two point three from Suge Knight. Two point three million dollars. Yeah, from priority when I did. Uh, what did you just take that did. to the bank and deposit it, or like? I'm what? Let you know a little story right there. <laughs> Me, corrupt, and Hershey Loke was driving mm-hmm. from death row. I ain't got no license. <laughs> <laughs> I got an ounce of cat piss. You know that it's some weed called cat piss. It's so smelly. Uh. This shit bomb. You can't get it <laughs> from nowhere. We get stopped by the police on Wilshire Boulevard, Ooh. like Fairfax and Wilshire. Ooh. Pulled over, bam! Police got a license. Get out of the car. You got weed in the car. Yeah, that's when weed was like illegal back mm-hmm. then. Stand on the corner, sit down. We, me, corrupt Hershey, love. We sitting down like this. Dude, come back and say, "Is this real?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, it's real." He said, "Is it real?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, just stomp the weed out, cash that motherfucker, go get your license." Oh, he's talking about the check. Yeah. Oh, the check. The one that got got us locked up. So the check got you out of out of getting hemmed up. You motherfucking right. Because they saw how much they was like, oh shit. This motherfucker real? Hell yeah. I'm gonna go cash that motherfucker right now. City National Bank. Damn. So 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 Did you just get the check? Just got it. Just picked it up. So the check said this check was made out to you. Delmore and, Arnold. And it was it was from Suge Knight, Death Row Records, 2.5 million. I had to get corrupt some too. Ugh. And he and the cop, the cop was He's like up. Yeah, because I had, to, I had to go in there and strong arm Suge and them to get the money. I had everybody in their office, nigga, hemmed up against the wall, nigga. We on mushrooms. <laughs> Are you? In the motherfucker lit. <laughs> Wait. Nigga in the corner laughing Wait. like that, nigga. Wait. I felt a little something, nigga. I ran it. Ah! Had a big ass motherfucking <laughs> diesel screwdriver. You know them big long diesel yeah, screwdrivers? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Time out. Wait a minute. You gotta walk you us through that. Yeah, nah, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said, he said y'all check. got high on mushrooms and raided yeah, the office. Me, me corrupt and her, she loved. So y'all did mushrooms, yeah. And then what happened? We, we went up to Death Row to go get that money from the <laughs> Sunset, the Sunset soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that song geez. "Just Dogging," yeah, from yeah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we went up there to get that money, and they was playing with the money. And I had everybody in the office hemmed up, and then Suge walked in the office, and the way his eyes was looking like, see, he was going to do something to me. So he put his arm around me, and I put my arms around him. 
Like this. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar, big like, old. Nigga, you said, I'm going to stick you. Yeah. Oh. He's like, hold on, Dad. Hold on. Let me go get to the office. <laughs> and I walked out of that nigga with 2.5. Oh, my God. What? My yeah. God. So, you, so then when y'all got in the car, you were still on mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> with, no, with no license. <laughs> niggas in their feelings crying yeah. and shit. <laughs> I hate I hated mushrooms. That shit was like a feeling drug. Oh, I just stand man. in front of the uh, Century, Century Club. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, mushroom nigga, everybody we feud with out here, nigga. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Blood, Crips, everybody, nigga. You know the Century Club was popping yeah, back then. Man. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, we, have, we need to come on. You ever been in that place a long time ago named Larry H. Parkers? Yep. Yes. That was the shit, wasn't it? Everybody named point. Mama was in that motherfucker from Jermaine Dupree, Mariah Carey. That was like back in the days. That was the shit. Oh my God, Daz, man, we. I swear that Bro. this this needs to be a continuation because there's so many. I feel like there's stories that we didn't even unearth. No, we didn't even get to. That yeah. I feel like that. Like Daz I, I beating you, me for ten thousand yen <laughs> if we're doing a backflip. I told you, you should have yeah. bet him. I'm very angry, but I did gymnastics in uh, high school. Dad said yeah. he hit backflips to stay in shape. He go out hit about ten of those, and he did. Yeah, I got a crick in my neck right now, sleeping room. But I so you can't do it right now. I do it just to open your muscles up. You know your fingers, everything. Once you do them backflips, nigga, open up every little muscle in your body. We you can still do backflips. Yeah. No, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did that at the station. Hell yeah, you did. I, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, like, that on the drop of a dime, nigga. Say you want to bet? All right, come on. Got what it. you got? Get your money to go. Because the thing ah. is, nobody. The thing is, when you look at, I mean, no disrespect. When you look at that, you know what I mean? Like, man, he could do a standing backflip. No, you know that's defying the whole. Your ass, I feel like that's a random. <laughs> that's rearranging fact. gravity and yeah. the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> get your money. Yeah, yeah you know. Man. Gymnastics Legacy out right now man Shouts to Daz Dillinger man The homegrown homies all, Always supportive Always tapping in With us now man. Right. We appreciate you man For Day sure Day one for sure right, man. It's homegrown radio Chuck Dizzle DJ Head The legendary Daz Dillinger Yes Catch y'all next time We out